3: Love
0: Talk Radio. Yo, yo. What's good? Thank y'all for joining us for another version of King Vision. It's the Vision of a King It's your boy Omar. And we got QB on the line already. What's good, QB? Let me see if he's got it. Yo, yo, can you hear me? Yo. Hello. All right. There we go. I got you.
1: What's good? What's good, man?
0: What's good, bro? It was a uh, tripping. I had to. Uh, I I had clicked on the mic before. Uh, before. Uh, you, before it went live, and so I guess I had to do it after it went live. But anyway, it was good, bro. Everything good. Um. How you doing today?
2: Uh, I'm doing well, man. I actually got a chance to, you can call it that, rest. I've been going for, uh, for like a couple, a week, week and a half, kind of straight, really. So it's really been cool yeah. to get a chance to rest. Um, semester-wise, it's midterm time, so, um, as a teacher, I'm back, I'm back in the classroom, so I'm back to oh, that's interacting that's with people. Hey, man, you know, we're interacting with people in that midterm season, um, you get very interesting emails from, from your students. And I, I'm remembering, um, I used to have to filter myself on the stupid stuff I would email my professors or my teachers. You got right. to run that through like some friends. Like, should I email this? And they'd be like, no, man, I think we can answer that
3: for you.
0: Right, right. And it's like these kids, bro. I I, I, I taught a class too, and it's like they're not running it through no kind of filter. It's like they send, send you a text message. <laughs> man, it's <laughs> <a, whole>, in <laughs> <a
1: tweet. laughs>
0: Right, right. Most of them actually do it uh, through their phone, so it's, it's right. crazy. It's crazy.
1: And, um, and one oh, thing
2: I think one ahead. thing that's interesting is, is that like because we still we didn't have the email and the phone thing through undergrad like that, you know what I'm saying? And because of that, we still, to a varying degree still had a, a certain professionalism that we had to maintain. Um, and the more and more we get kind of you know casual, which is okay, it's still kind of like. Um, how do you respond to that in a very like strict environment, rigid environment, it has a structure,
0: right? Yeah, and it's crazy too with the computers in the uh, classrooms right now. It's it's they attention all over the place. I preach. And, uh, even even in the oh yeah, I guess we started that right, but we was in college. I guess it was different. People was taking notes. I ain't gonna lie to, it. I was definitely watching YouTube videos. Um, I remember one time in the biology class, a YouTube video was so funny, I had to pack up my stuff and leave. Cause I wasn't wow. expecting it to be that funny. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I, I, I I think I passed that class, but I ended up changing my major. So it ended up not mattering. Um, no. but, uh, uh, anyway, yeah, it's a whole lot, a whole lot of stuff going on. Um, thank you for, uh, joining me again, joining or thank you for checking in with me and, 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 and getting in with me on this topic of, um, I just came up randomly with the topic with Neil killing sex appeal, sexist appeal. Cause it's, the whole NFL thing, uh, the Vegas shooting, and the whole thing with Cam Newton uh, was the three main things, but it's a whole bunch of other stuff going on, too. We can go into that, uh, you know, but that's just kind of a springboard. But uh, I just want to start off by saying, like, I, I, I'm i not a real big football watcher. You know, I ain't really start watching football heavy till I started hanging around with you and Torrance, because um, that was like, that, you know, if I'm coming through on Monday, you know, you're going to watch the game. Um yeah. Sunday or whatever, but um, um. So that's when I really started watching. I actually enjoyed it, and that's when I like we started watching it at home too. And um, but after in the last couple of years, I kind of slowed up on it, and uh, it, it just it just tripped me out that um, because you forget if you're not tuned in that it's it's this huge thing, and it just tripped me out that um, people really be taking it that serious, and they done pulled this much political stuff in to a point where you got an owner telling his players, "Oh, you go kneel," and then right. and the players really got to make whole whole decisions. And it's conveniently on a bye week, right? Um, um, well, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, it's 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 it, it, it's crazy that they're giving this ultimatum, and it's to that point where the distraction level is so high, where it's like, do I do do we even care about the outcome of the games anymore? It seems like it's so heavy on this whole uh, political piece that. Ain't nothing getting done. And the fact that football and and it's just the fact that it's just that serious and it's like it's it's a thing in our country to be able to kind of say what you need to say and protest, but at the same time, you got people pushing it down on some of the biggest entertainment platforms and it goes to show where our focus is as a country. Like entertainment is the driver of the conversation of race relations and it's because a small piece of what the entertainment uh, presents which was bought into in the first place to do that. Yeah. So it's just wild. This is wild to me that it's really that serious to a point where people – and then the balls of people, too, some of these owners. It's like, man, these dudes is really making y'all look good. They're making y'all millions of dollars in in more ways than one. And um, Um, all they're doing is a
2: little something, a part of a game. My favorite line was – I believe it's from um, – I'm going to say vice president when it was like, I don't think it's too much to ask. Uh, guys, to stand up for the for the pledge or whatever, and I I don't want to give this too much attention myself, but uh, when he says stuff like that, it's like um, in a sport where people are sacrificing literally their body and their livelihoods and their uh, ment- mental, as a psychologist, their mental capabilities in the future. They're sacrificing all that for today and a couple of dollars um, and the entertainment of you and and, and others. Um, I think that I think I think that. If you, want to, if, you want to, if you want to add something else to that, that is much too much to ask. I'm sorry, I had to bring that to, uh, real to you. Um, right. but one thing in the conversation earlier with, the, with, with some other brothers that I was kind of bringing up, just like, it's very fascinating. Um, I've had some incidents with people touching me and just how we think about black bodies and black space and, mm. and, and, and the rights and responsibilities and agency power, ownership, whatever you want to use that we have over that. Um, I mm. come from a school where people can touch you and manipulate you any type of way that they feel like they can own you and, and do things with you as they will. And I'm just not, I'm not with it. Right. I um, mean, that, I felt that way towards everything that includes police. That's why I you think know some people, when they, when they have conversations about police and like you respond that way, it's like, well, I don't feel like the police just have free reign over my black body because I know what happens and we've seen what happens when they think they do.
0: So Right. And it's, that's
2: it's, amazing
0: it's to me. You said what?
2: I said that's amazing to me. Just that that ownership over like no, you you shouldn't think about it. You should just move your black ass to do this or that because we said
1: something.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And it, it, that's just, it's it's just wild that you would even put it in that way. Like it's a like like we always know and we're always told about tact, right? And if we if we trying to keep it so professional, you know that's that's the equivalent of you know, the CEO of um, a major corporation going on the news and being like, my my workers are going to do this, you know, X, Y, and Z, and they don't got no choice. You know, oh, and it's, some, it's, some, it's some small piece of the job that has nothing to do with the actual job itself. You know, maybe it's something, I don't know, I don't even have a good metaphor for that part of it, but it's it's that's the equivalent. And it's, it's kind of like,
1: how many, how many people would be
2: sitting there looking like, man, hell no, I'm not doing, I'm not leaving, I'm not hearing you. Right. The sad thing is, Omar, from her, that's how it sounds. As people like Jamel Hill get hit right now, as other people who get, uh, you know, kicked off of university campuses or, you know, even with tenure, as these things continue to happen, like people have even, that it means it's happening on everybody's job. Right. And I only talk to a few people who um, keep it at 100 or with the shits enough to understand, like, um, yeah, you gotta quit some jobs. You gotta have to move some places. You have to be uncomfortable some nights because this system is ugly, nasty, and it is it's everybody ain't down with to get down to the, it's gonna break your wheel. It's trying it's intended to do so. Um, I'm starting to see that in a in a capitalistic system that we're now in, they're now seasoning us through the money, through the system to to make us slaves in our thirties and forties. They're not doing it as they could do it before. Like that if you really take it to that length, like Imagine being so financially strapped and stress strapped and psychologically strapped in a community where by the time you get to your twenties and thirties and forties, you just want to work. You just want to get your check and go home.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. And it's crazy. People are going to be locked in for a long time. That's literally my job. I'm I'm trying to get people, these kids to understand, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a way around everything. And, we, we, on every, on every generation, there's a trick to it. And for, for us, it's been education. So right. if you guys, you need to figure out that workaround, you know, Johnson & Wales is amazing, but they got culinary at, at community college. You just, your pride in a way.
1: Right. And you don't got
0: nobody in your life to, to tell you that, you know, you can, you can really achieve the same end for way cheaper. And the power of debt is, is big, especially if you, if you black. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, going, going back to that forceful thing, um, yeah, it, I just can't believe, I, I, I really hope, I mean, at this point, it's become a spectacle, and, and like we always say, it makes make you really wonder what's really moving on the board in other areas, because this is getting so, so much space time, and the fact that anything that's going to be so big and such a big distraction, and then you got the, you well, know, one the
1: time- big,
2: go ahead. One conversation that's been had today, I know I, I caught on the news, was um, really how um, when it comes to building a lot of these sports arenas in a lot of these cities, it hasn't been necessarily voted on and fully stamped by the city to take on these taxes and, and so on. Um, so right. There's been some breaks through basically these sports uh, franchises have the working loopholes to get these new stadiums to be built in these new c- cities. It's not just been mm. through tax dollars. It's also been through tax breaks from the federal government based on how they've acquired the money. Um, so mm. as that, one thing that I've been seeing, like you said before, was just like, anytime, this 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 current paradigm we're in is like, if I don't like how, if you don't like how I see things, I will come mm. right behind legislation or political conversation that makes you think about it twice. But that's right. just how that's just how power and supremacy works, though. So I don't understand how people are surprised, like, I used to look at it similar to how Cat Williams described it. It was like, you got to understand that when you speak your true mind and your true feelings based on your true experience in this system, that's like saying fuck every corporation in the club, and you just can't do that and walk out the club like ain't nothing happened. Now, we all right. know that's wrong, but you know that's how it goes. Right.
0: Right. right. And it's, it's 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 just wild that um people don't necessarily be 100% hip to it. Um. It, it, it's like I said; it'd be so much, so many pieces moving on the board at one time. It's hard to keep up with any piece. Um, right. And 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 I I just really can't get over the fact that um, I mean, and I guess you got to really take into account um, the places that some of these uh, athletes come from, the right. uh, background some of these people come from. But it's not the whole league, and you got you got the full spectrum of ability and interest too. But the fact that people can't kind of agree upon one particular thing or blatantly ignore it or people not really willing to do what they need to do um, to prove the point and to get the get the message across. Uh, Cause they don't need, you don't need sponsorship to do that. Um, be an so they can have a grassroots effort and really make something happen on a large level. that will be way more impactful than all of this stuff. Cause at this point it's almost like, a, like I said, it's a whole spectacle. People looking for I, I- it.
2: And I, I honestly want to take it a different direction. Like we're still putting too much on blackness as a responsibility to liberate this whole fuck system from what it's already created. Oh no, no, no. Like I, I don't, this, this is all to me still lays on people who think that this is okay. Like the same people who are clamoring for these guys kneeling for the, this national anthem probably don't know the words to it. Right. So it's one of those things where like, I'm not responsible for fixing this country. Similar to I'm not responsible for teaching you about racism through my black experience because you're the one doing it. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like this is, this is the mentality that a lot of people now have that we need to have some type of discussion or dialogue with the people who are doing the stuff that don't know. You don't have to tell a parent who's beating a a child that you, don't, you probably shouldn't do this. They see that in the child's eye.
0: Right.
2: Now there may be some psychological issues that are is stopping them from accepting that. But it's not my the, job to tell you that this is wrong. You are, you know this has been going on.
0: Well, you know, the, the the slick move I like is how the face they put on the person that's kind of uh, scolding uh, society. Because they gave yes. us pop. They gave us Greg Popovich. And it's like, yeah, well, that's very he, – he said some very good words. But how many people of color said those same words? maybe not in the same on the same uh stage but they still pretty much made the point that we'll never get played on national news. And then they gave us M M on B T. And I just watched that today and I said, Wow. You know, of all the all the verses of all the rappers that um came and did verses and that could have did a, a, a political verse, all the rappers, all the, the historical rappers, one of the dudes from Dead Press probably Dead Press would have easily Went on there if if they got the call, but it's kind of like, come on, man. Is 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 huh? Yeah, but I'm just saying it's BT. So why is if 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 it's BT, then why is Eminem the person that gets is, he 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 he's the face of calling out the president? It wasn't, that
2: good, president it wasn't on black that good.
0: It, and wasn't
2: it wasn't normal, even that in reverse. It wasn't, wasn't normal Eminem stanza, so it seemed so packaged. It seemed so predetermined. Like it was like one thing that I said as I was watching it was like, "Bruh, I ain't never heard Eminem flow like this." I have. He got another freestylers like that,
0: but it's new. Okay. It's like it's in the last year or so.
2: I'm about to say this must be his new flow because <clears throat> the old Eminem flow is way different than this one. It's like yo to me. This ain't even how. But bruh, I'm sorry. Like I I was going to a county school whenever Eminem was hot. So I was I was ways deep in the Eminem like energy. And it was like right. this is, Eminem wasn't super political. Eminem was on you remember Eminem on that whole fuck gay shit and him having to do the, the show with Elton John to show that he wasn't really a gay basher. I remember that Eminem. Right, right, right.
0: Super
2: political I care about black issues Eminem coming from because he'd been quiet for us through a whole lot of shit then.
0: Right and it's, it i mean and i guess on some level you could say he might have grew up got older and matured a little bit which could be the case um but it's a situation where it's kind of like still of all the options for black entertainment television that's the person you know i mean i guess they did other freestyles too but it's just i don't know like it, it, that to to me it's just like he he shouldn't have been the person that they gave that long of a, a time to by themselves like man talib kwali most deaf, common. Uh, it's a lot of people, bro. It's a lot of people. It is a you, whole lot of people that could have did that.
2: Which is, what, 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 one thing that is overarching in this conversation, though, is the power of a white man's voice in this current paradigm, and everybody don't hear it the same. And one thing that I can truly speak to is, like, it's dull on us because we know how fuck, how, um, it's finagling the system. It's kind of like so when, when Trump says something, shit got to move. Whenever Eminem raps, shit got to move. No, that's not how things really happen. Right. Right. Leave like, right. the you know, voila of the of the system that they've created. Even bring Eminem out, it's like, who is he? He just a right. person who raps. Raps, right? Right. If I use your same vernacular about hip hop culture. Like, this is just a white boy who raps. This is not something. Right. This is something anybody can do.
0: Right. And when you really, I mean. Eminem is a, a very—I mean—he is a as far as rap goes, he's a amazing rapper, but Eminem's music has never really, uh, like you said, been full of any kind of content. It's been wacky. It's been very dark. He's been very emotional and it's, talked about his past and his life and is a little bit depressed. Um, it's
2: Marilyn Manson. It's 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 hard rock, punk rock over hip hop. Right. Beats.
0: Right. Right. So it's one of them things where not only is his presence in the space a little bit questionable, but it's like he's not even the character. He's not even the character. Um, even if he was black and he came with that same exact verse, it would get be- probably
2: crash. Be- I would have been Macklemore more. <laughs>
0: right, exactly, exactly. Uh, oh boy, was a riffraff? At least he seems right. kind of... <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like... Um, I, I, it, it just makes the whole thing uh, questionable. Because like I said, uh, I I got a homeboy who's like an Eminem, like, fiend. And I don't even know if he still is. I haven't talked to him in a long time. But, like, I really used to trip, like, man, I just don't see it and I just don't hear it. Like, that's not my, that's not my cup of tea. Because I can't relate to wanting to stick pins in people's eyeballs and murdering my family and all of that stuff. Like, it never really clicked. So, you know, for you to put that dude and make him the it's the ultimate switcheroo it's the whole rap guy and then if you think about it too he's the only one that they refer to as the rap guy and it's like oh y'all he really gets to see like jay-z gets the seat but eminem really gets the seat you know what i'm saying like it's kind of like man you if you ask people about eminem and jay-z you got people that's gonna say i don't know just because of the way that eminem has been presented and i always tell people like Uh, Eminem albums be packaged for him like the hooks be he don't ever do hooks for the most part and when he do it be like the singy hooks that's kind of weird but the beat be already there the hook already be there all he gotta do is come in and put in his Eminem verse so I don't know like I said that whole thing was questionable Uh, but going back uh, to the uh, NFL and uh, all that uh, I also put the whole thing with uh, the sexist thing with Cam Newton and all, this yeah. whole thing just is like a, a ultimate, you know, uh, it don't matter who you are, it don't matter how big you is, you're going to do – you're pretty much going to fall in line. And it's kind of like everybody falling in line. And Cam Newton even uh, – his coach done went on went into the press conference with a control your eight shirt on. And, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's just like blatant disrespect. And he doing – he trying to do his little stuff, but, I mean, he really showing his true colors and what he about. Cause he 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 know he getting played and he he he's not responding at all and his whole thing is like shine shining through the shade but it's like nah bro it's the, at a point you gotta stand up for something bro like this don't make no sense so
2: because one thing one thing is, this connects back to the previous topic um, the more and more these athletes and 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 scholars and uh, CEOs have become what we call media trained like you don't speak from the heart you don't speak from facts. We've been trained to talk to a camera, to give a package message that sounds good, and we all shake our head and go. Um, that feeds right back into that whole, like, we don't want you to be a, a human being who has a soul. We want you to be a body that we control and that we can criticize <laughs> and can, um, push into a given direction. My initial response to Cam Newton, uh, when I saw it and saw how he responded in total, I'd never, I never, didn't see the, the short clip. I saw the, the longer clip first. So what I saw from my vantage point was him make the statement and then answer the question. One thing that's been coming to me lately as I attended like a conference on black men and males uh, this past weekend was um, how can we invalidate Cam Newton's authentic like, experiences in the world um, just for the sake of some type of philosophical um, legalese that we've come to accept. So um, even when I brought it to, to to my girlfriend in the house, I was like, "How common is it for women to know rocks in great detail?" Like, she's like, "I mean, I'm just learning football, so I mean, it's taking some time, but I think I'm starting to understand." I was like, "Yeah, but if, would you understand a rock tree, um, the way that the way that this reporter probably does understand? But she probably understands it because she works heavily in the sports field." She was like, "No." So it was like, so for a guy from Decatur <laughs> or a College right, Park yeah. or anywhere in Georgia, like. It, it's probably not uncommon for a woman to play football, to engage in football, but the certain knowledge that goes into high school, college, and NFL football is not something that um, I have. I've, been, I've experienced the same thing with women, When I have knowledge of women in clothing because my mother was a seamstress. So when yeah. I've, like, rattled off certain pieces that have specific names that women know be what these pieces look like and are called, or even certain color palettes, Women say the exact same thing. This is weird for a guy to kinda of help me with my clothes or help me find you know, camis and other things like that. Like this sometimes becomes uh these gender roles are as they've been called have been taught to everyone, but let's not invalidate his experience and his authenticity.
0: Right. And well my thing is too, I mean, he um uh his man like he he's done some uh shameful things in his time. Uh, outside yeah. of his his attire in general. Um, that's very shameful. And then um, he threw a Super Bowl where he fumbled the ball, and I will reiterate the fact that if you don't learn nothing in football, I think one of the first drills is the coach throws the football and everybody tries to get it. So that's the first thing you learn in football. So it's hard for me to believe a quarterback fumbles, looks at the ball, hesitates, and then tries to get it back. Yeah, right. So that's shameful thing number two. And then shameful thing number three is um, letting this person challenge you on something so petty that made perfect sense. And even on some level, you have to assume that he should have known that this sports, this female sports reporter has been engaged into football long enough to know about routes. But at the same time, we're giving this football player a little too much credit because right. that would assume um that would assume just the level of intelligence and in to- and like him being in tune enough with the reporters he probably don't give a fuck about them reporters so he probably think the whole thing is borderline beneath him so I, it's hard to believe that he like he probably see that as just some girl that work at some newspaper he don't know she could be working for the, some the local paper and she could just be the little sports editor girl who you know, I mean, it, you just never know. So, the and then right. the fact that the fact that it's this serious because again, people, you got black kids and black people getting shot in the face every day that don't be this serious and get this much fucking press. But you gonna, but the fact that he said she don't know about routes. That's the the feminists get to come out uh, with they whole flag flying like that's. I mean, I get it, but it's kind of like, man, come on, come on,
2: and I, I mean, mean, it's, but it's- almost. Go ahead, I mean, but but hes he's getting held to a higher standard than we we discussed you know politics already. I don't want to go back to it, but <clears throat> we bring the band out, we bring the flag out for black men especially especially um heterosexual black men, but we don't know how to do this against others because it the the power seems so big, so we can prove a point to cam newton we can, we can make sure he doesn't have the endorsements, we can change the way his contracts look, we can change the way his life looks. When it comes to the larger system uh, of patriarchy, um, the actual has implications on, on women. It seems like they say we can't fight that. Uh, we can argue about it, but we can't really fight it.
0: Right. You? What up? Yeah. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Uh, you sound like you're kind of far away. But, um... I'm in the car. Oh, word, there word. Um... But yeah, um, I was. Just, I, I'm just disappointed in, in Cam. Um, he 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 he's a disappointment uh, off the field. Um, on the field, I don't really know. I ain't really been watching, but um, um, he's a, he's a pure disappointment off the field. Uh, I pray my son never <laughs> will accept him um, because it just don't make no sense. Like some of this stuff, I mean, you, you're in a position to where, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like. I mean I guess you like like they say, you don't really want to risk your paycheck, you don't want to risk your fame and your fortune and you know you you got families dependent on you so if you fall out of this position making this money, you know you might you might be able to play football again, but you ain't gonna make cam Newton superstar football money, so you know maybe being back regular is too much for cam, but I don't know to me, and I guess being in my position is easy to say, oh man. He and all that, but I mean, come on, and I don't know I don't know on a side note, I don't know if y'all saw, I don't know if I talked to y'all about this but Shannon Sharp with the uh, with the Black and Mile and the Hennessy did y'all see that?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Bruh <laughs> I lost it I said if this, ain't, I, I'm thinking Shannon Sharp ain't gonna cool like that on live TV he not get the extra check. No, bruh. No, he didn't say he'd be that in that yet. I said this country <laughs> just done put us back on live TV. They gonna think all black people like that. He's well spoken, but then he got this, this this kind of sambo side too. It's just crazy. Yeah. I, I, mean, I was so
2: disappointed, it, bruh. I feel I feel worse because. Um, I thought he was being authentic because he's, a, he's, like you said, he's kind of a country guy. Uh, he's from the South. Yeah.
3: I kind of thought he was being real.
2: <laughs> he, he's, very, he's very comfortable in himself. One thing that I know um, this is Fox. Fox, one thing they do a great job of um, is backhanded kind of uh, sliding. It's kind of like, we'll let you authentically be yourself um, until we don't like your opinions. So you can come on and do that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's funny. That's all. Because we know in our, like, that's funny to us. We're not laughing with you, we're laughing at you. So it's with a Chappelle experience. But then, um, if these opinions keep getting more and more spicy without the uh, revenue, I don't think Shannon Sharp going to be on TV. Like, I hope, I, 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 hey, I wish he's on forever. But he says too much real while also doing that kind of stuff. That's about us out.
3: I believe okay. Shannon Sharp actually does smoke Black and Miles and drink
2: him. I do, too. I
0: mean, I, I do, too, but the whole way, the whole presentation was it was a victory cigar, and then, the, so he already presenting that a Black and Miles is a cigar, and I guess it could technically is, I guess, but it's still like... I
3: mean, did you man, not,
1: like,
3: you thought he was out there, Sambo, and you didn't think he was out there just trying to be funny? Like I, I mean... It was, I thought it was comical. Like, for... For everything Shannon Sharp has said recently, which has really surprised me that he's even still on t v keeping it as real as he has been. I thought it was comical. I thought dude was just cutting up like I've seen some shit where like what's that other dude the little uh little um I can't even remember the dude's name he he's a sports sports show dude. Who? Uh, not uh, not Stephen A. No, 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 no. The real like super Coonan, like Sambo. Oh yeah,
0: dude. I don't I, I don't remember his name, but I know you're talking about. Uh, uh,
3: yeah, like that's Coonan, that's Sambo.
0: Yeah, but I guess I don't know. It just threw me. It just threw me for a loop. That because I'm just watching TV and then he talking and then all of a sudden Jason Whitlock, I realize he got this black and mile in his hand and then the fact that he went. He went. It's almost like you don't show, you don't let nobody in your house. You, it's like he opened the door to the house and and then let people see in. And it's almost like, dude, I don't know. I just that just I just I was a whole lot of disgusted. He already he already can't say skip. You know, it's it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. But um, it could have been authentic. He is like you said. He is country.
3: So. I mean, it wouldn't really surprise me either way, you know, they're not going to let him get too far out there. we like, you know, your point is valid, I guess. I just didn't really think of it as kind of like you were saying. He might have been being his authentic self, but like you said, they played it to where, yeah, go ahead, because we know you being you is how it's going to come off to majority of our fan base, so we're going to let you do that. Right, right. It was, it was awful. That's what I, I think – well, as you said,
2: it best. what I was really speaking to. Like, I see that same kind of thing in the shows on Fox News as far as, like, uh, not Fox News, but uh, shows on Fox, um, the, the broad network. It's kind of like, we not only know how you're going to take it because we're being progressive, but we also know how our um, audiences that we want to make sure is in line with this are going to take it. So a show like Blackness, while we all can think it's progressive, it's like, no. As a you know middle middle of the middle of the United States white person looking at blackness, what are you going to learn? What are you going to assume? What is it going to confirm or deny? Like what is it? Going to, what is this going to really do for
3: you? Yeah, but at the same time, like who gives a shit what white people think? Like <laughs> right, I don't. I think most people I know thought it was hilarious and fuck uh, with it, but it's like. In one breath where like, you know, he he shouldn't be it's almost like we're saying you gotta act a certain way in front of them. Well you,
1: know, well, you, know, oh, you
3: can't you can't be your authentic self because you're T nah, on V and you gotta you got a white audience, so you gotta be a certain way. It's like it's almost like we're saying he embarrassed us for being real because yeah, that's not was, what I was saying. He's on uh, I, I was, I was really speaking to um,
2: just how our authenticity can be taken advantage of. We can't help that in, in a lot of the oh, situations. For sure, for sure. That's really that's really what I really point out. A lot of times it's sad. Like I can see um, so many situations that we authentically mean good even in our work and come to find out you've been um, the company as a whole doesn't have the same idea, ideologies or worldview that you have. So one thing I have appreciated is that I do think everything that he's doing is him. And nobody put him up to the, the Black and Miles and Hennessy. That was, that was him. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think for me in real life, uh, I mean, I think it could be him.
0: But it's hard for me to believe that um, however <laughs> old he is,
3: he might smoke Black and Miles. Yeah, I don't think that he might have. He might have used to smoke black and miles. I I don't think, think he... that in a, in a moment of victory,
0: I don't think Shannon Sharp is grabbing a pack no. of black and miles. No. Is what I'm saying. No. No. So that's no. what made am saying. I still
1: don't okay, know yet. Curious. I'm, I'm
2: curious. Be, you would be surprised who like. I feel like that was <laughs> even authentic where it was kind of like. I understand where you're coming from a little bit, where it's like a man who's buying $200 bottles of Hennessy can probably afford the exotic cigars, But I think that's the dynamic that many black men fall in, where it's kind of like, maybe he generally just tried those and didn't like them. It's like, this type of black and mind gives me the, the tobacco feel. It is a cigar. So, I mean, it's that middle ground that we always end up in that, um, other identities don't end up in as far as like how do I need to act because or is it coming generally from me or is somebody gonna be me thinking that I'm coding in or thinking that I'm trying to be somebody else? nobody has this magnifying glass on them in the way. Maybe, I mean, yes, I black on because it's, just, it's a black magnifying glass
1: yeah. Uh,
3: that's, that's most... yeah. Sharp do talk
0: a lot of good talks. He do, he does say a lot of good things, um, but I believe his wife is white, and yeah, and not to say that you're not you on on some level you, your, your preservation is to be, your preservation card is to be pulled a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, uh,
1: um, honestly, I think
2: you're kicking me into a conversation that um, our opinions have kind of like, I don't know, um, it was some graduate school fellows that were talking about how soon after the Very very Smart Black uh, Brothers article about straight black men being like white people, um, he didn't get right there after him. like, it's not that many black women out there for me in my dating life. I think I just say all women, kind of like, you know, it's a lot more just women out there. And it's kind of like, bro, you don't have to use any type of other logics to figure out why you like what you like. Like, you don't have to prove anything to anybody else with the women you choose to be with. And that's going. that, that thing is, it still wraps back into, like, we as black people are what everybody is looking at. It's like from blackness comes everything else. And it's still the case, so people are always
0: so critical of what we deal with. Yeah, it's, it's 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 definitely I definitely am a believer of, of you love who you love and um you know I believe that if, if, if the right white woman would have came along at certain points in my life, I may have considered it. But even I don't know, it was something and it's not a it's not a thing of it's some beautiful people. Like beautiful people that are beautiful people as a person and then they are aesthetically beautiful as well that that are white women and there's nothing wrong with that but it was always something that when I was younger I felt that uh, I was too urban and that unless you were from an urban environment you really wouldn't understand me but then as I grew up it just just turned into more of a um, not only my my political stances and I have a certain experience that Unless you can truly, without experiencing it, I don't know that you can understand it. And then with that being the case, with my, with my offspring being really, uh, they're going to be treated like black people. You could never rear them in a way that's going to be conducive to their survival in a system where they're going to be treated like shit, pretty much. So that's what it kind of turned into. Uh, just And then also a little bit of personal, a lot of bit of personal preference. But it was never necessarily this super big political thing that is like, Oh, it was more open and I didn't know. And I thought it was because I was just so different, but, um, and, but now that I'm older thinking about the position of power, thinking about what it means to be in a marriage and the business of what a marriage is and what that does for a family. Um, there, uh, Shannon Sharp is probably from somewhere where there is a black family that could have used that kind of influence, that kind of money, to pretty much turn the family around in one generation. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy that so many athletes go that route. And um, that's, that, that's money that's being divvied up. That doesn't, that's a, that's another source. And I just thought about that. I should write a book about that. That's another source of the money that doesn't get to see black hands because of the choice of mates. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I, uh, my signal dropped out pretty bad for a while. Was Shannon Sharp married to a white woman? Is that what y'all are talking about?
0: I believe so. Let me let me let me Google search just to make sure I'm right. Thing, I don't hey, know, man. Hey, he man. He
1: was talking,
2: he was talking real greasy on, on TV about Nicole Murphy. I'm not sure he's married.
3: <laughs> yeah, so maybe he never mind.
1: <laughs> he yeah. Might be the divorced. <laughs> Well, he might be the I one. The chicks in his you know, picture... I don't uh,
3: think any black women gonna let that fly. Let that talk fly.
0: Oh no, they're gonna, they're gonna slap your face <laughs> clean off. Um, they're not having it. Um, but yeah. Um, now he might not be married no more, but he was at a time. And again, it's not a racial thing, bro. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a do what you do, but you have to be willing to. Deal with the misunderstanding, and that's something that I'm not trying to sit and break down. Um, um, and then, like I said, the the, the idea that, um, you so know, you just love yourself, and of course, you're going to be attracted to what you see. Um, but the world is brown, man. We mixing like a mug around here, but that's still low key love for blackness because the mixing is going to make you brown and save the
2: brown. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's I feel like the world is getting browner
1: and blacker.
2: But I feel like the perception that always comes to the surface is this idea of um black and white inter intermingling or interracial relationships, and that's a that's a fifteenth, fourteenth, 15, 13th, how many people gonna go back on this? Like that's what they've been talking about for a long time. <laughs> right. So um, those dynamics is always gonna be a conversation especially here because um since arrival on this continent, there's been a conversation about what is it gonna look like because it already was black, black and brown mm. so um yeah,
0: and kinda uh shifting gears a little bit um but keeping on the same topic um so this whole
3: Vegas shooter.
0: Um it's interesting in itself. I know at this point it's been kind of talked to death, but it's interesting, you know, if you if you into conspiracy theory or you into any kind of just being critical of what you're what's being presented to you. Um this whole thing ain't never really made sense from the jump. Even from the videos and you can hear multiple guns and it took that long for people to realize that it was multiple guns and it's like you could just hear it. Like you all you gotta do is listen. You could just let's press play on the video, close your eyes, and it sounded like you damn, damn uh, Call of Duty. war like zone you, out there. Yeah, it was crazy. And then the fact that it was a, a um, country a country concert, um, that's interesting in itself. August 91. It was, right. And then it's like um, the fact that somebody brought up a good point and was like, yeah, so if you were at a big event like that and you get, say... 20-30 people to just start running it, everybody's going to start running so it's oh. just like you can create so much chaos in a situation and again it's like it, when you really it, without even going into because I haven't watched a whole lot of videos on people talking about this and bringing up certain key points but it's just like come on man come on y'all So a dude, a dude really got all that stuff up to the floor and just dump 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 and, and for that long, by his cell,
3: and they, they said, uh, he, he had like bolted a door. They said he like drilled the exit shut and like had all this shit in the room. They said he had shot a security guard like five minutes before he started shooting. And bro, if you've been to Vegas, you know Vegas is under surveillance heavy. Like, right. you're not just about to be on some fuck shit in, that, in one of them hotels, in one of right. those uh, resorts. Like, that's big money out there. You're not just about to be out there bullshit,
0: right? They got so much. There's so much tourism to, and money to protect. They're not about to let that just be fucked off on an some asshole. And so the, right. the fact that they they presenting it like this, and they they it's 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 a, like I said, it's another sloppy job. And I just another reason why I'm saying what other things are going on on the on the kind of board that's that's not being grazed or talked about um that that this is taking the face time of and then of course like i was before we got on i was looking at the news and they was talking about uh the whole Trump nuclear thing and he he's trying to upgrade our nuclear situation and all of that stuff and it's like it just like like i said before on here it just be uh, uh, something after something after something, and it all to be so chaotic, and it just seems like it's so crazy, and then just go away, and it, because the next mm-hmm. thing come up, and then it just go I away.
2: Like, I mean, and my 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 dark self want to say, this is what the, this is what the end of the world feel like? Like we right. don't know when it's end. It just be a whole lot of shit going on at one time. It's eventually like boom. Like, that's how it is. This is a terrible movie, right. pal This movie right. terrible. Who wrote this?
1: M Night Shyamalan. Right. <laughs>
3: He got a he got a couple good ones, and
0: um um
3: it's
0: a it's a it's a it's a trip in itself because uh like uh Houston still fucked over and Flint still fucked mm-hmm. over and, and and all of this
1: stuff is still going on
0: and. It's just like I said, other stuff keep popping up and, and uh but yeah, it's just uh, wow. Yeah. Um and I and I about can't keep up and then the fact that um this whole nuclear thing is a conversation, um it just it just tripped me out. But the amount of stuff that go on and the amount of Craziness in the whole stage. they said it was staged that old boy left the football game, and um,
3: um hey, just, just I, uh, a... go ahead cut out it, you cut out again, so I was gonna I wanted to interject, and I don't know if maybe you said this when I didn't hear you, but with all these um I think you were saying something about the presidents, I don't know with, but every time there's a mass shooting, there's immediately talk afterwards about we got to do something about gun control. We got to do something about gun control. And the shooting are awful. There's no, like, justification to, to that or,
1: you know, glossing over that.
3: But it it weirds me out when people are like, we need to get rid of all the guns. Like, if we could get rid of all the guns, like, all the guns, like, every single gun, cool. But people are like, I don't know. It just wears me out when people are like, yeah, we need to get rid of all the guns. And I'm like, y'all want the government to be the only people with the guns? Right. Fuck like, no.
0: But see, some people do.
3: Some people they want do, that. Because they, I mean, they, they trust the government. So I guess that's a part of the issue. Right. Like, yeah, they'll protect us. Like, if we don't have guns, if nobody has guns, why would the government need guns? Right. <laughs>
0: Right.
2: But
3: I but <laughs> I guarantee
1: oh. you they they are gonna have them.
2: What are you
3: talking about? This seems so foreign to me.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're not gonna give up the gun. It's just like I mean, we see people getting shot you know, left and right. It's it's from the government, from government employees, from police officers. And it's you know, it's not to a level where people are talking about protecting themselves. You know, with firearms against police officers, it's, it hadn't gotten to that level where that's the rhetoric or the, the overwhelming majority of the rhetoric. I'm sure there's different pockets of people that are of that mindset, but it's just like, bro, they, they're they already out here just gunning motherfuckers down. Like, y'all want to make it easier for
0: them? Right. It's
3: going to be target practice better than what it is now.
0: Um,
3: like, there, there, will, there will be no resistance. Like he said, man. But I said, like, man, it's sad that you're getting killed.
2: They ain't even flash steel. <laughs>
0: man. It's 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 look, it's just crazy that people really willing to take it there and just put the, pretty much be a sitting duck for whoever want to come along. Because and that's the other yeah. part too. Everybody ain't coming up off their gun because there's some people that got yeah. some. They just they got they got the ones that they did take up there for you to know about, but then they got that whole shed of shit in the back oh, that bro, you don't know a, about. A
3: whole bunker, a
0: whole
2: right. bunker.
3: I mean, and because been I mean,
2: one thing I want to add, let I me mean, add to that whole bunker is like you understand that they've been doing research and RID labs and all kind of stuff, just years and years of stuff that they still haven't put on the market. Like it's just like we stopped putting the good stuff on the market because we
3: just got too fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but uh, uh, we I have, know we they got
3: them uh, Star Trek guns. I know they got the phasers,
2: <laughs>
0: right?
3: right. some energy blasters, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Right. right.
0: I, I mean, they make it people
3: are, your body. People are three D printing guns, so it's really like the, I don't know. It's just.
2: Oh, you <laughs> I mean, gonna say, "Wow, West"? It's
3: just more of a distraction, <laughs> right. right? It's, it's just, just
0: more of a West. distraction. It's it, it, uh, exactly I was on Worldstar the other day. They had a video of a, uh, the dude showing you how to make a semi-automatic, a fully automatic pin. And I said, well, ain't that a co-winky dink that's, a, that that's on World Star? Um, and at the end of the video, he was saying, when you finish doing that, make sure you call the, the local FBI office and let them know uh, you can uh, mm-hmm. uh, let them know that you, that you just did that. You just transitioned your joint. That's crazy. Why would you do that? I mean, I guess I guess they saying that in case a crime or something happens with that weapon, if you let them know the serial number is not illegal to do. If you let them know the serial uh, number, and name of the address, like so that's that's interesting. So you said you gonna tell me how to make my gun fully automatic, then I call the FBI and let them know that I did it. Like that's wild.
3: <laughs> that's wild. That's like Cat Williams, like Pow Pow, <laughs> <Come down."> Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Right. right. It, uh, it, it, how about that? And then the fact too, like you're saying, like so, if you're willing to give me the key, because it's somebody at home that got plenty of guns that didn't know that to make it fully automatic is just one little piece to take out. So that you go give me that. But that's what I'm saying. You gonna give me that? So that means, like you said, you got the uh you got the thought cannons and the uh the uh <laughs> Uh, what you call it, the diarrhea cannons and all that? The whole <laughs> Ebola cannons and all of that. You hit one <laughs> shot Ebola, I'm gone, I'm done. Yeah, it's yeah, like we need to no you. Gosh, Right. We gonna make sure you out of here though. Um. But yeah that that whole that whole reality, um, is just interesting. And like I said, people so trusting. And I hate to I hate to say that it it, it, it always takes it for it to come on people's porch for them to really. Kind of understand, like, oh, okay, so this is really bigger than what I thought. You know, just deeper than what I
3: thought. But you, I mean, but it's weird. It's like, I'll well, just say, it, 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 are people trusting or are people just so scared that they're like, well, the only way to be safe is if the government does it? Like, people just think the world is so crazy that we have to put our faith in. I mean, it's like every uh, Marvel movie, every world government plot movie where the government goes fucks everything Mm -hmm. up so that people get scared enough to think okay we need to give the government more power to protect us and it's like they're putting the shit right in our face right in people's faces and i you i don't know that just because you said something about people are so trusting it's like do people really trust the government or are people just that afraid that they think there's no other alternative like we see how many people do we have to see get shot down by the police and the justice system to do nothing for us to be like maybe they're not really you know the most I don't trustworthy
0: people a lady at a Trump rally when they brought that point up uh they let the black lives matter group uh, on the stage to let them say what they need to say so that they can finish up their rally and uh a lady when the dude when the dude from black lives matter said the police are gunning uh black men down a lady from the crowd said they're all criminals. Uh, so I really believe that people believe that, a black lady. No, the, no, I'm saying these 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 Black Lives Matter group that they, they were at a Trump rally, and instead yeah. of people booing them, they invited them on stage and let them say what they need to say, so they can leave and um, they oh, can finish shit. their rally. It was interesting. It they, they looked kind of set up too, but it was like it was on World Star. I'm sure. So, I'm sure um, yeah, World Star is my like go to for bull like, go to for bullshit. So uh so, it's one of them situations though that um um I really feel like it's enough people that believe that black people are in the wrong like it like they really feel like oh, well, you, if you get pulled over it, that's on you. That I mean you, you probably was doing something questionable and not really understanding or accepting that my face is the questionable thing that I'm doing. <laughs> like
1: my no, existence they
3: they they don't they don't understand. that's what I was talking about earlier, bro. It's like a religion. Like to them it's just like what are you talking about? Like if you go right. like tell a Christian, like, do you have any proof? Or, you know, challenge him on something, it's like, Well, all I know is Jesus is real. So it's like well, all I know is black people are criminals. So fuck all that shit you're talking about. Like, he obviously did something or the cop wouldn't have shadow Well, right. I mean
2: I mean, add into there, I mean, that's what Tariq Nasheed and some others start talking about in the more current dynamic with that the religion has always been these beliefs. The religion has never been Christianity is or Islam. No, it has you can do not. Kind of yoga. You can do any kind of yoga mat bending. The same people who are neighborhoods do yoga. So you can't tell me that yoga <laughs> is any less racist, <laughs> makes you any less racist than seeing the world. Like every time they get to the new religion, Scientology, any, it doesn't matter, bro. Like, they are going to think this way.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. You can tell that. It is the religion, because religion has come under the thumb of it. Like, religion itself is no oh, whitewash. White. So, it's obviously yeah. secondary.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. It,
3: it, if um, it was pure, then it wouldn't have been, you know, re-imaged. So, it obviously right. falls under the tier of the, the true, the top religion.
0: Well, this in, in the general wash of the world, like you said, it's, the, it's really the wash of society and everything that goes with the Western world is a wash. The Western world is let's take all the culture out and then put our, put our culture in and then say that that's what culture is. Like, and that's no, pretty much. It's, let's take it.
3: that culture, put our name on it, put our face on it, homogenize it, and then say that's culture. And then say y'all are wrong for have, ever doing this in the first place. Right. <laughs> well,
0: Matter of fact, we did this first. Um, Say what? Yeah. As we said, matter of fact, we did this first. You ain't do nothing first. Um, it, it's, it's wild. It's wild. And, right? that, and that, like, right. even from a common sense place, like, and I, I guess too, when you look at it, if everything about education and entertainment shall, tells you that black people still live in chaos on the continent of Africa, then you could easily believe that black Americans are the Epitome in the highest form of black people. And if there's no historical backing to any kind of black excellence to your knowledge, then you would pretty much grow to believe that all black people are these savage, you know, know nothing people. And then you, and you add slavery to the mix. It's like, yeah, these people ain't shit. So, yeah.
3: It's, um, it's, I mean, and it's an indoctrination from a very young age. I was thinking about this the other day. Like,
1: when
3: from a very young age. Cause you know, I got friends, we all got friends with kids and stuff. And you think about maybe preschool, they go to preschool with, uh, you know, people from other races, everybody plays together. Then you get up until about, you know, when they get into kindergarten, elementary school, start hearing that like my god sister, she's uh she's got a daughter. And she was telling me how her daughter was in pre-K and, you know, one day, Uh, little white girls that she used to play with came and was like, I can't play with you anymore because you're black. And it's like, bro, you're getting like, it starts at a young age. It's an indoctrination. And it's, like I said, it's a religion. But I think on our side, not everybody, but on our side, like the kind of overarching mentality is, let's, you know, let's all hold hands. Let's all be together. You know, we, we just want unity. We just want equality. And Yo. everybody can have some. Y'all can y'all can come to our cookout. Like y'all can come to our house, but we can't go to their house. Like we're still trying to live out Martin Luther King's dream of everybody just holding hands and being together and being this one big family. And we got sold that dream, but that's not how they operate. And if we can't seem to understand. You know, we keep getting our feelings hurt. Like, why are they treating us this way? Like, do y'all not fucking get it yet?
1: Absolutely.
2: I think I think one thing is interesting to me too as well, like um, that whole narrative of like we're all in this together. Um, yeah. Like I that can't be any further from the truth. And I just I feel like anytime that starts coming out, I start feeling the manipulation of. Um, we, we had this experience together, we 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 have the same history, and we've arrived at the same place through the same history. That's no further from the truth. We're not all in this together because when I get shot, you'll say he was a criminal, so we're
3: not in this together. <laughs> right. right, and right. it's like we're so blind. Like you think about um, a few months back, right when Trump was getting into office, and they had those huge women's rallies, and then everybody was like, "Oh, these, you know, all these same white women that were at this women's rally uh, yeah. out here holding signs and stuff are the same ones that voted for." Them. It's like, yeah, you know, right. coming out to a rally and showing support, it's like a thing to do. It's like, yeah, let's let's go to that rally and let's, it's like well, a thing to do. But when well, they go back thing,
2: home. I feel like one thing you're presenting, and I, I think we've just presented in a lot of our conversation, is there's a dichotomy or kind of a binary to cognitive dissonance. And so, and, and some part of the cognitive, cognitive dissonance, um, we call a hip hop culture kind of like it's fucking with the grades. So that the idea that you can kind of like talk and, and live this kind of or or think in this kind of a sociological, philosophical way and live your life completely different from that. And that's what black <laughs> people does doing a lot. But if we don't understand that they have created this in us, this is not how we normally we will act. Like in a normal space, the black people we are would be able to go into every space. You wouldn't have to code switch if you would. But be but understanding that they are naturally code switchers because they have different spaces that they can go in and out of um, or need to go in and out of and be different people because they don't want everybody to know who they are intimately. Mm. Yeah. And we have a, a caller wow. um,
0: trying to connect. It might not even be there no more. But um. Say it, Tell me about it. Um, but uh, it's, it, it's I mean, even, even something like that, bro, it's just at a point, people, people, it's like, like you, like you were saying, like, people pretty much disconnect from reality and like to go to a safe place, and whatever that safe place looks like is pretty much the place they function from. So, you know, if people can, people can hear you talk about not voting no more and have a judgment because it's a safe place to believe that the that structure is is intact and working, even though everything around you shows you that it's not working. So if your safe place says that racism not happening no more, they said, oh boy, uh, uh, the was old oh boy that was the I think he used he the Bears coach. He I said black people been, yeah he said black people ain't been oppressed in a hundred years.'" In minutes,
3: like I said,
0: "Oh Jesus, <laughs> yes, in minute. And so it's just like, oh man, like that's I, I, don't, just, I don't
1: have,
2: I had, I don't have no time to deal with CTE, Mike Dicker. I don't have time. Right, that's right. That's what I'm
3: saying. Like, yo, like, yo, they can't, they cannot hear you. Like, <laughs> right. like we we all have similar uh, beliefs or disbeliefs, and we've had conversations with people about religion. And you know how pointless it gets at a point where it's like, you just can't hear me. Well, I mean, Torrance,
2: you know it truly, it turns into a true dialogue, and I had to, like, correct some people on even understanding the language between dialogue and discussion. So when you come to a discussion, normally you have to, like, agree in spirit to a interaction, a transaction of ideals. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. in a dialogue, like, literally, like, I'm going to give you my points, you're going to give me your point, and the points will now be out there.
1: <laughs> it's like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Like, dialogue doesn't go anywhere else from there necessarily, so it, when they keep kicking up, this, like, let's start a dialogue. It's like, hey, 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 I, I've read all it's these like, books and know how they
3: feel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for what? And that's uh, too far off, like, Omar, I know you had a few different things, but it's People to trying to, I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know if we just got, we've gotten to a point as a society where we just talking about is our form of taking action. Like, let's tweet about how how Trump's fucking everything up and how cops are killing people. And that's just kind of, we leave it off. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like we're putting our energy into the wrong thing. Like, quit yeah. wasting your breath on trying to convince somebody or trying to wake somebody up.
0: Yeah. And uh, we got the caller in. Caller was good.
1: I ain't nothing, man, even though you hung up on me, man. I ain't going to take it personally. Oh, no, nah,
0: no. Nah, I had I clicked on it and it, I didn't hear nothing. And then I closed out of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. No, I mean, I think he wants some heavy stuff. The only thing I I would add before getting into what Tom is doing is we always got to remember there's going to be revolutionaries, reformists, and people who just sit it out, uh, period, within every population. So at a certain point, we got to say if somebody's not revolutionary enough for you and they're doing reformist work that you think won't mean nothing, uh, you should be more revolutionary in your work. So it's a thing of, okay, I'm busy over here. I ain't even got time to critique your little song and dance of pleading uh, for mercy from people or making a moral appeal to people who are immoral. Uh, you know, that's a whole other whole topic to get into. But, uh-huh. yeah, man, watching them try to co-opt this movement has been kind of amazing to watch in real time. They want to do the hand-holding. Then they want to talk about, well, you know, community efforts into some of these communities. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. The communities aren't the problem. It's your authoritarian, raggedy police force and the DAs and prosecutors and the whole judicial system that is the problem. That is where the action is needed, not to come and say, well, maybe we need to just do how to interact with the police, or maybe we, no, 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 you the problem, not us. And and that's something that has to be expressed uh, diligently because we got a lot of people who can really get kind of massaged into that conversation and before you know it, they're having a conversation about black-on-black crime, single-parenthood, single parenthood, all these other things, and right. ignoring the actual abuse and, and, and the abuse of authority and the lack of uh, being able to actually use your citizenship. Uh, if you're a so-called citizen, but you can't, <laughs> you can't actually live that out, then, I mean, hell, you can call yourself anything. And I, right. I think Amos Wilson put it best, man. Uh, we had a civil rights bill in 1865. Laws on right. the books don't mean nothing if they're not enforced. So, like, right now, we have every discrimination law, you know, thing you can think of on the books because of some of the NAACP lawsuits from back in the day. But if those things aren't enforced, as we all know, you go to, you know, EEOC or any of these groups and look at the cases, the backlog is for decades because black people co- complaining about racism is not something that society sees as a priority. And if you ain't yeah. got
3: the smoking gun,
1: they're going to, try and their best to dismiss it and say you're just a paranoid black person, not that people are practicing racism against you. So, yeah, man, we we, we got a lot of get right to, to get to, but, you know, this, this is how all these things go. Uh, right now, we're actually seeing the mask come off, which is a good thing for us in the sense that we've kind of done some of our best work uh, when they've come out openly and, and started talking some of that race stuff, because then... It's not as hard to convince other black people to see what's going on because sometimes, man, some of us have been sleepwalking so long and want to believe in the idea of uh, individualized equal society so much that they're willing to, you know, just overlook all of the overmounting of evidence right in front of them. And it takes something as ridiculous as Trump to where they finally say, you know, it may be something to that racism stuff you was telling me about. So yeah, it's,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's a lot to this, man. But I'm, I'm glad y'all hitting on some of the, you know, just the, the, the major points here when we talk about how we think, how we react, and what we're willing to do. Because at a certain point, man, the work has yeah. to be done. You it's, know, It's, it's interesting it for is. as much division as
3: Trump is causing, it's in a way uniting people, kind of like you just said. Like, it's almost to a point like if you were asleep before or if you didn't believe it before, some stuff is just being so in your face it's like, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was tripping. Maybe we do need to unite. So,
1: in, in a roundabout
3: way, he might he might make
1: America great again
3: by <laughs> uniting people. All fucking...
1: <laughs> I mean, well, that's a whole nother topic. Most of his supporters don't know that he's actually directly in their pockets. The opportunity, education, healthcare, and everything else—they're Uh they're actually propping up the man who's. Kind of hanging them by their ankles and emptying their damn pockets. And it, you know you kind of see a similar thing with Obama uh, when you go to how close is hope and change to make America great again. Slogans that you can attach whatever you want to aspirationally to uh, with no tangible legislation behind it, no tangible government work behind it. So it's, you know, you can do whatever you want to make it if you're a fan.
3: That's true. Right.
1: Just
2: playing right on are yeah. just playing on fanhood and. And that's really why the, the, the association with sports and sports entertainment is so easy. Um, it's, it's no mistake while Lyndon McMahon is, is, in, is in the cabinet. Um, head like, we, like, <laughs> of small
1: business. Lyndon McMahon, head of small business. Now, you got to laugh at this dude at a certain point. Drain Swamp, he hires everybody from Goldman to run finance. Like You know what I <laughs> mean? At a certain point, it's, it's all comical. But we got a population that is so silly, so uh, stuck in their echo chambers and only get information from one source that, you know, something like that can ride. And you got people who are going to be directly hurt by this dude uh, thinking he's their their champion. Like, yeah, that billionaire and me have things in common. Like, <laughs> they actually think that. I uh, uh, mean, one of those black folks who thought neoliberal Obama, who was bombing the hell out of black people, uh didn't lay out any uh, real black agenda as far as policy, and black folks, he, 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 you know, their next family member, uh, got the nerve to disgrace Martin and Malcolm by putting him on a T-shirt with him. So, you know, it's it's a <laughs> level to the, to the uh, deception in America and how, you know, how subject we are to it.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, And with that, um, go ahead.
2: One thing I wanted to add to it, just like uh like I said earlier, uh when white civilized society begins, you let me know. That's what Gandhi said. <laughs> <was talking
1: about. laughs> hey, hey, uh Gandhi had a good line on that one, man. Uh they asked him what he thought of, <laughs> of Western civilization. He said I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Yeah, the boy Gandhi hit him with that way back in the day. So I mean, yeah, man. Uh yeah and, and you know the the interesting thing is, as we you know, pass in this uh, Indigenous People's Day, I'm not going to call it that Murderer Rapist Day, uh, the idea that when they didn't have, they used physical crime, rape, torture, every other thing you, could, you can name, and then they amassed this, this huge amount of wealth, created these uh, government structures, and then they wanted to live in a law-abiding society after they had taken everything. It, it'd be like you playing a Monopoly game with somebody, and they still have to register before the game starts, and then they want to tell you, "But hey, hey, we gotta follow all the rules, man. You know, you gotta play the game by the rules." So whoa, 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 with the blood <laughs> dripping from your hands uh, of every continent on this earth, you want to start talking about rules and humanity? Hey, get the hell right. out of here. Right. So yeah, that's
0: yeah, and that's um, it 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 goes down in a major way, um. Um and hopefully people people start being a little bit more uh hip to it. Caller, uh, how did you come across this uh podcast? You just was browsing through and seeing it?
1: Yeah, I seen it on blog talk, so I just listened for a while and I was like, Oh, okay. Much respect. Don't just word, word. and talk to these brothers. So
0: word. Yeah, me. I mean, I was on
1: point, so we wanted to interact.
0: Okay, we just be trying to keep up with um uh who's checking in and stuff like that and uh hopefully uh we'll we'll hear from you again in the future.
1: All right, do your thing, man. I hang back and listen. All right, man.
0: All right, peace. And with that, uh, I think that's a good point to do uh the last word. Um my I will knock that off, uh start that off. Uh my last word for tonight is um just uh again be critical of everything that's put in front of you. Um it's interesting how all of this go. Uh don't let nobody handle you. Be you, be the person that God made you to be which is to fear nothing but God don't you you can't be so afraid to say what you need to say and stand up for something that's so blatantly right and you you, you willing to you you, you so, something like a job that you even hate to go to is something that you're not willing to sacrifice uh don't don't get sunned by by the people around <laughs> you or by the systems and stuff around you because you don't gotta participate in that Like you, you don't gotta you don't gotta let stuff be a certain way um You don't got to play do boy and do girl, uh, you know, and and belittle yourself for the sake of uh, something or someone else that has nothing to do with you. Uh, And just be more wise about what's being presented to you and um, make sure that, like I said, you give it a critical look and a critical uh, thought before you act too aggressively. And that's my last word.
3: I'll, I'll follow up with that, or follow that with, um, so you made a point about not always having to react, or yeah, react to certain situations, so my last word, um, it's so much just chaos and just shit, Just it's like a 24-7 news cycle, you can't get out of it, it's always something racist, or something. somebody got shot, or somebody
1: said something racist, or
3: some owner of some NFL team did something or somebody said the N-word and it's it's always going to be probably, at least in our lifetime and I would just say to people that you don't always have to react to racism and really, it it requires your involvement to even be something. Like For all of the attention that people are giving Trump and his antics or these NFL owners or Whatever the situation may be, is nothing without our attention. So it may seem like we're combating it by tweeting about it or shouting about it. Sometimes ignoring it will do way more than, and I'm not saying ignore the issues or just pretend everything's honky dory But we don't always have to have some emotional knee-jerk reaction when somebody says the N-word or when Trump does something racist. They're going to do it again tomorrow. I think that energy could be better channeled and better directed internally into our communities, towards each other. You know, next time somebody says something racist, we don't have to give them our attention. You know, we can direct that energy to to self-love or take that negative thing you were going to rebuttal back with and that negative energy that they evoked in you and turn it into something positive. Tell somebody black you love. And that's what I would challenge people to do. Protect your peace, basically. You don't have to react to everything.
1: Oh, man.
2: Actually, I'm I'm going to go ahead and take that live. That's where I was going with it today. Um, And take a minute to really give a shout-out to really everybody um, like myself who is really, like, really living and breathing through this. Because, I mean, that's half the battle. And um, to all my black and brown brothers and sisters who uh, every day live through this, I mean – not only is it something that <clears throat> we should be proud of, um, because uh, I like to to recognize the the silver linings in our community, like the music that is still coming out, the dances and the style, like we're we're going through, we're we're becoming um, international peoples again, and the international peoples that can be easily recognized and so easily, like the waves are um, literally like uh, starting to um, gyrate through all of us as people so as, as these things keep starting to 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 wave it and crash on all these shores that we occupy uh enjoy it like be refreshed in the water um especially as beautiful people who through all this history you can't still the shine you still can't still the swag and um you still can't still the spirit so um to a lot of people out there uh, much peace and much love um, keep yourself up hug some kids today but don't be all awkward make sure you hug your coworkers hug people that you love
0: word and with that thank y'all for joining us for another version of king vision peace
1: step into the world of power loyalty
0: I will call upon you to do a service for me.
1: Play the Godfather. Now
0: at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration Event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.